Ve'avrohem zokin babayamim v'havaya berches Avram bakol, and Avram was old, coming with his days, and God blessed Avram bakol with everything. We have to understand what does that mean with everything bakol, and doesn't spe- the Torah doesn't specify with what he was blessed. All the previous blessings, the previous brachas, like in Lech Lecha, there it's mefarit. It says clearly what the brachas are. I'll make you great nation. Your name will be great. Your offspring will inherit. And here it only says stam that he gave him a bracha bakol with everything, and doesn't specify what that bracha was. The Zohar also is medayik and asks the question, what's bakol? And in order to explain what's v'ashem berchasav makol, the Zohar brings the pasuk from Yeshaya, Perak Samach Dal, Pasuk Gimel, one of the psukim upon which Samach Vav is based, the pasuk in Yeshaya that says, Ayin leiros elikim No eye has seen except you, God, and you will do. Lemechakaloi to the one that waits for it. And of course, we've been learning in this Hemshech that I in Leirosa, that no eye has seen is talking about Eden, the Shashuim Ha'atzmim, the essential pleasure in God himself. And at the end of the last Mimer, we said, God will do, for what, will give it to one that waits for it. That's how we ended off in the last Mimer. And here the Zohar is saying that Hashem Merchasav Bakol is connected to this idea of that God gave him the bracha Bakol. Because Avram waited for it, he gave him this bracha of this Indian we have to understand what's Shaykh the Yasla Machakaloi, what's the connection of the Yasla Machakaloi to Berachasavim Bakol. And in order to understand this, we have to first preface that in the previous Mimer, when we learned what's Yasla Machakaloi, we learned that Machak is Lashon Tikva, hope, waiting, that like you wait for something that's completely removed from you, that you have absolutely no idea how you could ever, how it's going to ever be, but you still hope for it. That's Machake. And we learned at the end, the last mimer, that that's talking about the Rotsen and Tainog Atzmi, the essential pleasure and will of God himself, that that comes through mitzvahs Mysias, by actually doing mitzvahs actually in this physical world and in this state the Gavra with a Kavan of Kabbalah of a complete giving over of self that's how one is able to draw down that the essence of God, the essential pleasure that's Yasin Machakali but Vahine, the Zohar when it brings this pasuk of Yasel Machakaloi, brings a completely different explanation to what we've been learning until now. Until now, we've been learning that the Yasel Machakaloi will be done to the one that's Machakaloi to wait for. It will be through mitzvahs Maisius. That's how you get the Eid and the Shashui Ma'atzmiim, the Ayin Leirasa, that aspect that no eye has seen. But the Zohar says a completely different explanation. The Zohar and Davkuflamanam Rebezin Chayser says like. Like this, that Yasele Machakaloi, Maile Machakaloi, what's Machakaloi? Ilein inan dedochkin la mila dechuchmesa, one that squeezes a word of wisdom, vedaikinan le, and one clearly scrutinizes and really investigates each word of Torah to know clearly every aspect of Torah. In other words, the Zohar is explaining Mechake about learning Torah. And now for the next two mamarm, this mimer of Chayasara and the next mimer of Toldus, it's going to be about learning Torah, how learning Torah draws down the highest levels. And then later on in the Hemshech is going to be a question, well, is it Torah, is it Mitzvah, etc. But right now, this mimer and the next is going to say, based on the Zohar, the Yasala Machakale is one that squeezes a word of wisdom and tries to learn it in depth.
Now, of course, this is hard to understand because we're talking about being one with God's essence and the only way to do that is complete bittel, nullifying oneself. Like we learned in Noach that that's why mitzvahs maisius, actual physical mitzvahs, it's not that they themselves have any anything that could contain God's essence. It's a medida atzmas. It's just that God measured he wants to be expressed through these physical mitzvahs. And kabol samachu shemaim, accepting the yoke, means giving over oneself completely that you completely just belong to God. So those, we understand that they connect one to the Ein Sof. But Torah, Torah seemingly is wisdom. And especially the Zohar seems to be saying that you're learning it in depth, that you're scrutinizing, you want to clarify, you want to understand. And all these things, intellectual process, is seemingly not an Indian of Bittel, but that's what this Maim and the next is going to explain, that really the whole Indian of learning Torah and th- 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 that connects you with Hashem is also Dafka when it's through Bittel, as we're going to learn. So let's go on the Maim of Eitran's side. So the Zohar says, Yasalam Achakaloi, is one that squeezes words of wisdom, meaning that the Zohar explains the word mechake, not as waiting and hoping, but the opposite, as tarrying and procrastinating, taking one's time. And so, too, when it comes to Asa HaTorah, the most important thing is the Iyun HaTorah, looking deeply, learning deeply, and that comes from Hamtana V'ikuv, tarrying, stopping, taking one's time, Va'inyan Hu, because the Iker Inyan, the way to learn Torah, is only when one stands on the same thing. You stay in the same place until you completely understand its truth. As we see with anything intellectual, that in order to really reach the depth of the wisdom and its full truth, such as any law when it comes to Divrei Torah, is dafka through Yigir Rabbah, through much toiling in one's mind. That one is me'ageh, that one works hard with the vessels of the of one's mind, the intellectual cognitive perception to be able to really go deep, slowly, really slowly to take one's time and go deep until one really understands it. And that's what yegiya, what toiling is, that one isn't content with at first glance getting the shallow knowledge that comes from learning something just very quickly and not really knowing the depth of it, but rather iun is when one learns something once, twice, until many times. And the opposite, the more that one learns it, one will see that one doesn't really understand and there are going to be a lot of questions and one has to ask even more and research even more and go deep even more. And the, the more that one goes deep, it sometimes gets even more farther away from you. One has an even higher, harder time understanding it the deeper you go. Which shows that one is really connecting to it slowly, to the oimic and the panemius, the depth and the inwardness of this idea which could only be reached through this toil and this process of asking and not understanding, etc. And that's the Milo, the advantage that of that comes Dafka from learning in depth. And somebody that sometimes that's smart, that has a good mind and is able to quickly understand things, will not come to the same depth. Like a person who maybe isn't as, doesn't have as sharp a brain, but is miagaz, able to really toil their brain, that they toil their mind until they come to the depth. And that person that spends the time and has to work harder will come to whole new explanations in the Indian. And that only came from the fact that he didn't quite get it quite as quickly. The smart person just moved right on and didn't really get the depth of it. But Dafka, by learning in Iyun, is one able to come to deeper explanations and give birth to new Pilpulim and new Dinim Chadoshim, new laws, which is, of course, the difference between learning Mishnah and learning Gemara. When one learns Mishnah, nothing new is born. One just learns the ideas. But when one learns Gemara and has all the questions and the back and forth, the shock of attire, that's how one gets new laws are born, etc. Meaning new ideas are born. Dafka through spending time 
once, twice, and many times trying to learn deep and getting all the ideas, digging, digging further into the mind. Ukemai, by way of example, really this idea of digging is like when a person digs into the ground in order to find the natural spring water. Now the Rebbe Shab gives a mushal for digging with water, and it's going to be very important later on in the Mimer to remember this mushal. So the mushal is when a person digs to find new spring water, because if you don't dig in the ground... If you're not willing to dig deeply, you might be able to have water from puddles or from rivers or from lakes, but not Maim Chaim, living waters, fresh waters, spring waters, natural fresh spring water, meaning new water, like we're saying new ideas. When you just learn shallow, so there's, that's just using the water that's already on the surface of your mind, the water of puddles and lakes and rivers, but if you want Maim Chaim, you have to dig deeper, and the more that you dig deeper and concentrate and try to understand more, there'll be more water, and the water will go farther. So too with Esa Katera Dafka, by toiling more in each Indian, through that one comes to the depth of the Indian, and come once one comes to new ideas, new intellectual ideas that are deep, and it'll go much further. As is explained in other places, that this is Dafka the Koyach of Bina, that any birur, any clarification always comes from Bina, not from just Chachma, because you have some people that have a lot of Chachma, they're able to always come up with new ideas, but they don't know them in depth. Then you have people that are about Bina, that they, they might not be able to come up with new ideas, but they have a lot of Bina, and they're able to go deeply and in, in more details into each idea, like Bini Yaseir Nitna Beisha, like a woman has extra Bina that she's able to go into the background and the further depth and to contextualize each thing. That's what Bina is. That one looks clearly at every Indian that one learns very much. And even though there are a lot of questions and contradictions, it's like Tzich Bayam Nit, it doesn't fit well in the mind, it doesn't sit well. So a person learns it further to take away the questions and it has more details and further and further. That's all the Indian of Bina. Bina is what allows one to dig, to get a more, a, more of a flow, a flow of intellectual water. Chachma is just that water at the surface. Bina is what allows a person to dig further into the mind to get the Maim Chaim, to get the new waters. And the reason for this is because Chachma, Chachma, when the first idea flashes into the mind, when the ideas come into the mind in a way of Chachma from above to below, meaning they just flow into the mind, without working on them, it comes from a place of Ayin. Now, this is going to be very important in this Mimer and further Mamarm, because what do we see about Chachma? Chachma just flows into the mind automatically. Like it just trickles down into the mind without having to work at it. Now, where does that chachma come from? It comes from a deeper place in the soul that's not conscious, because like you, an idea just pops into your head, or you're trying to figure something out and you just get you right away get it. It makes sense to you. So the idea popped into your head, the baraka maverick, the lightning flash, the idea. But where did it come from? I mean, it didn't come out of thin air. It didn't come from nowhere. It came from deeper in the soul, a place of the soul that you're not conscious of, that's called koyach hamaskil. Koyach hamaskil, the koyach that causes seichel to happen. Koyach hamaskil. Koyach hamaskil and chesidus is a very important thing because it's the first aspect of our soul that's unconscious, above what we're intellectually aware of, but it's causing consciousness. In other words, we're not conscious of it. It's, it's above, we, we don't know where these ideas are coming to our mind for Chachma, where the flow comes from. But this unconscious that transcends consciousness, it's the source, it's the ayin 
that Chochmah Ma'ayin Timotzei. It's the source from where the Chochmah is coming. The flow of Chochmah, the Or Yasher, the straight light, the reason that Chochmah flows into our mind so easily, I mean, you obviously have to work on that also, but it's not as digging as much as Bina. The Chochmah just flows into the mind from the Koyach HaMaskil. The Koyach HaMaskil is that pre-conscious aspect of the soul that is the source of the Chochmah. And that's why when it comes to the flow of Chachma, there's going to be sheer umida. There's going to be a set amount, an affinitude, a boundary, how much one is going to be able to understand dafka according to the koyach of the source of the koyach maskil. But seemingly one can't have more Chachma than one has in the koyach maskil. If the koyach maskil is the source of the Chachma, then one can't have more understanding than the koyach maskil. Koyach maskil has also a tziur, a form, how much one could understand until when. The Koyach HaMaskil already dictates what kind of Chachma is going to flow. How much Chachma is going to flow from the Koyach HaMaskil. Because the Koyach HaMaskil is already Hamshacha Nefesh. It's already a specific force that the soul has already drawn, emanated out of itself. The Koyach HaMaskil, we might not be conscious of it. We only, our consciousness starts with Chachma. But the Koyach HaMaskil, which is the source of the ideas that's flowing into our mind in Chachma, that Koyach HaMaskil is a Koyach. It's a Hamshacha. It is drawn from the soul. It's not the essence of the soul. It's a pre-conscious. It's above our consciousness, but it's a specifically drawn already from the soul. We're not conscious of it. It's a Hamshacha Nelemes. It's a Hamshacha Nelemes. We're not conscious of it. We don't feel. It's an ayin. We don't feel the source of where the trickle of Chachma comes. But it is already drawn outside the soul, and it's already a source of Chachma, and that's why we find different wise people that are misugal, that have a talent for different types of wisdom, and they're not talented in other types of wisdom. Some people are talented when it comes to math, some people are talented when it comes to engineering, it's because everybody has the way their Koyach HaMaskilas mitztayr, has a specific form. Which is why there are also a lot of levels of wise people. Some people are smarter than others. It's all based on the Koyach HaMaskil. When your soul emanated the Koyach HaMaskil, how much Chachma, what kind of Chachma, how deep Chachma will flow from the Koyach HaMaskil? Because the Koyach HaMaskil is already formed as an intellectual Koyach, again, unconscious, but there's already a specific Koyach that's allowing the Chachma to flow, so one can't have more than that. Unless one is through Iyun and Yagia, then one is able to go even deeper. Meaning that Koach HaMaskil, because it's a flow. That's the Or Yashur, that's the straight light that the Chachmas flung from Koach HaMaskil automatically. That you could only taka have according to how much the Koach HaMaskil, how much the source of the Chachma is. But what Iyun and Yagia is, is digging even deeper and getting fresh waters, Mayim Chaim, from the essence of Chachma, as it's in the essence of the soul. Chachma, that's even deeper than Koyach HaMaskil, because don't forget, Koyach HaMaskil was already emanated from the soul. Hamshoch HaNelemis, it's an unconscious emanation, it's already outside the soul. But through Iyun and Yagiyah, one digs deeper till one comes to the essence of Koyach HaChachma, and from there, there could be revelations of Chachma, an infinite amount, completely new, and completely infinite, like we see empirically, that there are some people that maybe their brains are small. 
They were born naturally with not the greatest intellectual capacity, but through Yigiya, through toiling, and through learning something very deep, very much, they're able to come to much higher levels of Chachma, even more than those that were born smart, because through their Yigiya, their toiling, what they're doing is they're digging, and they're coming deeper than the Koyach HaMaskil to the Etzim Koyach HaChachma, the essential Koyach HaChachma, as it's already still within the essence of the soul. Thinking deeply is not just being content to get from the Koyach HaMaskil, but thinking and the Iyun and taking one's time, what that does, it goes further into the soul, to the Etzim Koyach, the essence of the Chachma, as it's still in the soul itself. Umisham nimshachim giluyim ba'oifen acher legamre. And once you get to the essence of the soul, then there could be revelations of wisdom completely different. And the reason for this is because one is reaching Koyach Nelam the Chachma. One is reaching hidden levels of Chachma. One is going deeper into the soul to find deeper levels that are Nelam, that are hidden in the soul. But then the Rebbe Shab asked that seemingly what this doesn't make sense. Why is Koyach HaMaskil not hidden in the soul? Seemingly, like we just said, Koyach HaMaskil is not conscious. Which is why Koyach HaMaskil is also called Seichel HaNelam Mikol Rayon. Seichel HaNelam Mikol Rayon, the mind that's hidden from any thought. Because Koyach HaMaskil is also still Behelem, hidden within the pre-conscious. We're not conscious of it. So what's this chilik that we're making? The Koyach HaMaskil, which is the immediate source of Chachma, even though that's hidden within the soul, meaning we don't feel it consciously, it hasn't emanated to our consciousness, but it's still somehow emanated from the soul, which is why there's a limit, there's a boundary, there's a sheer how much Chachma could come from it. But then if one digs deeper to the essence of the soul there, then one comes to completely new ways of understanding things. What does that mean? What's the difference between the way Koyach HaMaskil is hidden within the soul or the Etzim Koyach HaChachma, the essence of Koyach HaChachma as it's within the essence of the soul? How do we picture this? And what's the difference between the two of them? And the Achainian, the answer is because when we say that one thing is Behelem, is concealed in something else, there's two different ways that it's concealed. Meaning, any time that A brings about B, B comes from A. So before A brought about B, then B was Behelem, was concealed within A. The fact that A is going to be able to bring about B means that before brought it about, B was concealed behelem within A. But there's two ways that B is concealed within A. And that's called helem sheyeshna b'metzias and helem she'ena b'metzias. A concealment that B is concealed within A and doesn't exist at all. B is within A so completely united to the extent like it doesn't exist. Even though, of course, it's there. It's Behelem. It's concealed within A. But it's Enoi B'Metzias. It doesn't have a, a, an existence. Or Helem Sheyeshnoi B'Metzias, when B is still within A, and B already, even though you can't see the B, but it already has a Metzias. It already has a type of existence. And the Mushal, the parable to understand these two states, now the Rebbe Shah brings from fire. He's going to return to water later on. And the Mushal is... The way fire is in a rock, a flint stone, when you have a rock that brings out fire, so within the rock is fire. Vaharaya, the rock could bring fire out. You have to hit it, but 
the rock is the A that brings the fire, the B. But then you also have a coal, a burning coal. You know how coals are when the flame is within the coal. So what do you have to do to get the flame out? You have to blow on it. So before you blew on it, the flame was within the coal. But there the flame actually has an existence. In the rock, when the fire is still in the rock, it's helam she'ena b'metzias. There's no fire. You can actually put the rock into water. <laughs> and it won't get rid of the fire. Because it's ena b'metzias. The fire doesn't yet exist in the rock. It's helam she'ena b'metzias. It's only completely in potential. What's also known as hiuli. Hiuli, the Ramban and Bereshis Bara brings the word hiuli from the Greeks, H-Y-L-E, hylic matter. Hiuli is when you have something in potential. And it's not b'metzias yet. Like the Ramban says, the energy that God brought about when he created the world, which was matter without any form. When you have matter, not yet with any form, it didn't yet form into earth, wind, water, and fire. It's just matter with no form whatsoever. It's hiuli. It's potential for something, but it doesn't have any particular way of having a metzias. So the fire that's in the rock is only hiuli. It's a potential for there to be a fire. It's ain't a metzias. It doesn't exist as an existing fire. On the other hand, when the fire is still in the coal... When the shalheves is keshura begacheles, when the flame is still within the coal, so there is a flame, it's b'metzias, you don't see it, you just see the coal, but there's a metzias of a flame there, and you just have to blow on it. And blowing on it, it is of course not as much toyrech and yegiya, it's not as bothersome and it's not as much toiling as getting the fire from the rock. In other words, the difference between the rock and the coal is in two things. Number one, how much yegiya, how much toiling you need to get the B from the A. By the flintstone, by the rock, since the fire in the rock is helem she'enei b'metzias, the fire doesn't have an existence as a fire within the rock. Therefore, one needs a lot of yegiya, one has to work hard to get the, the fire out, and that working hard is the hakoa, the hitting the rock. You have to hit it, hit it against iron, hit it strongly, because since the fire is completely concealed to the extent of Eina B'Metzias, the only way to get the fire out is if you hit it with Yegiyah, with strength. On the other hand, the coal you just have to blow on, and the flame will come out right away, because the flame is already there, B'Metzias. The flame has an existence within the coal. The B has an existence within the A. So you just have to blow on the coal to get the flame out. But that brings about another difference, and that is, how much fire can you get? Is there a shiru, mida, and gvul? Is there a set amount of how much, you could, how much B you could get from the A? By the rock, because of the fact that it's helam shenib metzias, it's completely concealed. There's no amount of how much fire you could get out of it. It's true that the fire is not revealed within the rock. It's completely in potential. It's not even revealed to itself, so to speak. It's just a rock. But therefore, that's the reason that that ain't ketz ligiluyim shaleh. There's no set amount of how much revelations of how much fire there could be from here because it's so completely united within the rock. On the other hand, the fire and the coal, it's true that it's easier to get out, but it's there's only a certain amount of fire. Once the coal is gone, the, the fire is going to be gone. It's a certain amount because it already exists and anything that has a set way that it exists, 
has a set way it exists. It can exist more than it is. But the fire in the rock doesn't exist yet, and therefore you could get an infinite amount of it. And the same thing when it comes to Chachma. When it comes to Chachma or Yosher, the original flow of Chachma from Koyach HaMaskil, the Koyach HaMaskil is Helem Shiyeshne B'Metzias. The Koyach HaMaskil is concealed within, your, within you to the extent that you don't have, it's not conscious, it's Behelem, it's still concealed within your soul, the Koyach HaMaskil. It hasn't yet flown out to your consciousness, but it's Yeshne B'Metzias. But it's already a specific Koyach of Maskil. It already has a specific form of Seichel. It's not in the essence of the soul, it's B'Metzias. It's like the flame and the coal. And that's why you don't need a lot of effort. That's why it'll trickle down automatically. I mean, again, you have to learn. You have to spend the time learning. You got the Vlei the Altam, and you have to do some Yagiyah, but it's going to flow easily because the Koyach HaMaskil is like the flame and the coal that's Yeshne B'Metzis. There's already some kind of form, some kind of Inyan of Seichel, and therefore it's easy to get it out, just like the blowing of the flame from the coal. But on the other hand, there's going to be a limit a limit to how much seichel you could get from it, just like the flame from the coal. But that's because koyach maskil is already drawn somehow from the soul, and therefore we also see that through the years the koyach maskil could get stronger. One's mind works in a better way automatically because the koyach maskil is able to change and get stronger and get stronger. The koyach maskil gets stronger. The reason being that even though koyach maskil isn't seichel goli mamish, it's not revealed seichel. But it's seichel nela mikol rayon. It is some kind of form of intellect, and therefore there are changes of how smart one could get, and you could work on it, etc. And also, one doesn't have to work on so hard on it. But on the other hand, yuli haatzmi de seichel. When it comes to higher than koyach maskil, when it comes to the source of intellect as it's mamish within the essence of the soul, that's called. The essential hiyuli, the essential potential in the essence of the soul mamish, before the soul emanated anything, like the rock before you get the fire out of it. The soul as it's in is in its essence mamish. It has a hiyuli, it has a potential to bring about B, to bring about the koyach maskil and for the levels of Seichel. But the Seichel and koyach maskil as they're in the essence of the soul don't exist. The Koyach Yuli Ha'atzmi, as this, this Hiyuli essential power of Seichel is in the essence of the soul, it's Enei B'Metzias. It doesn't have, an, it doesn't form as Seichel. It's just the potential in the essence of the soul for Seichel. So on one hand, one has to work hard. That's what Yegiyah is, like hitting the rock. You have to work hard to get dig deeper than Koyach HaMaskil, to get to the Koyach Yuli Ha'atzmi, the essential power of Seichel as it's in the essence of the soul. You have to work hard and struggle. That's the digging. But because it's a koyach atzmi mamish, it's an essential power of the essence of the soul mamish. It's not yet baham shocha. It's not yet drawn from the soul. The koyach yuli ha'atzmi is the essential power of seichel as it's in the essence of the soul. So it's taka not bebechinas metzias. It doesn't exist as seichel. But if you dig dig, dig dig deep enough, like when you hit the rock, if you dig deep enough, from there you could get sichliim nalim v'nifloim biyoser, wondrous, exalted types of knowledge because you've dug to the essence of your soul. And because you reach the essence of the soul, then in a way of Or Chayzer, returning light, you could have whole new revelations 
from the essence of the soul, because the essence of the soul doesn't have any particular way. Just like the rock doesn't have a limit to how much fire could come out of it, the essence of the soul doesn't have a limit to how much seichel could come out of it. And therefore, once you dug deep enough and got to the essence of the soul, which is not a source for intellect at all. The essence of the soul isn't a source for intellect. Intellect comes from it. The kayacha masculine comes from the essence of the soul. But it's not that the essence of the soul is a source for intellect. And that's why you could come from the essence of the soul, have whole new ways of getting intellect. Because it's not a, an immediate source for intellect. Just like the rock is not an immediate source for the fire unless you hit it. And now the Rebbe Shab returns to a muscle about water to understand what's he saying over here, that the essence of the soul is where intellect, masculine comes from, but it's not a source. And therefore, you could have whole new ways of having seichel. So the mushal he gives, he goes back to water. So you remember, we said that there's water at the surface of the ground, puddles and lakes. That's the chachma that flows naturally from the koyach maskil. The koyach maskil is the mayan, is the spring, the mayim chaim that's deep within the ground. And that's what's allowing the seichel to flow. But if you want to get a new mayan, you want to get a new spring, then you have to dig deeper to the source where all the springs come from. All the mayanos. And that's the tohoim. The tohom. The tohom is the depths of waters at the center of the globe. Now the Tahom, the source of all the Mayonas, all the springs that ever come out from the ground are all coming from the Tahom, the source of all waters at the center of the globe, that's not really a source. It's not really a mucker. It's not like you would ever say water is flowing from the Tahom. There's no Hamshacha from the Tahom. The Tahom is not flowing. The springs come from it. There's no actual comparison between the Tahom and the Mayonis. It's completely incomparable. Even though the Mayonis, the springs, come from the Tahom, but it's completely incomparable. And in the same way, Koyach Yuli Ha'atzmi is the depths, the Tahom of intellect as it's still united within the essence of the soul. There's nothing been drawn yet from Etzim Nefesh. There hasn't yet been a Hamshacha. It's still the Tahoim. It's the Koyach Atzmi, the essential power that the essence of the soul has to have Seichel. And therefore, when it comes to Koyach HaMaskil, which are already the revealed springs, there it depends on how good of a head you have. And that's how much Chachma is going to flow to the surface from those springs. But if you dig deeper to get a new spring, a new Koyach HaMaskil, you dig to the Tahoim, the Koyach Yuli HaAtzmi, the essential power of Seichel, as it's in the essence of the soul, that's not Mugbul, Bebechinas Tzior Sichli Klal. That's not at all defined with any particular manifestation of Seichel. And therefore, Mameli, you could have an infinite amount of different ideas and different ways of thinking, quantitatively and qualitatively, you'll have whole new revelations of intellect when you dig in to the the tohoim, the depth that's within the essence of the soul. But in order to be able to get there, one has to have iyun and yegiya, one has to toil the vessels of their mind and every ideal till they come to the depth of its truth, and then you could come to the Helam Ha'atzmi, the essential concealment, how the B is essentially one with the A, how the Seichel is mamish one with the essence of the soul. Because the Koyach HaMaski, like the spring, like the Mayan, is Nimtza. It just flows out of the depth. And therefore, it's based on how much Koyach HaMaski you have. That's how much the surface waters are going to be. But if you want to have whole new intellectual powers, then you have to dig into the essence of the soul through Amal and Yagiyah, just like when you want to get the fire out of the Flintstone. 
when you toil, you get to the Koyachiyuli Ha'atzmi, which is the essence of Seichel as it's in the essence of one's soul. And then the Rebbe Shab adds another Kneich, that not only do you get to the essence of your soul, but by learning Torah to the extent that you're coming, elevating, digging deep to the essence of your soul, that also is metaphysically bringing you into the essence of Hashem. As the Zohar explains, we know the Kohelis, it says in Kohelis, Ein kol chadosh tachs Hashem, there's nothing new under the sun. And the sun is Shemesh Havaya, God's infinite light, that's shining, that's the sun, and there's nothing new under the sun, because that's Or Yosher, that's a straight light, that's the light of God that's shining into the world right now, so there's nothing new there. But Amala de'araisa, through toiling in Torah, that's Le'elam in Shimsha, that's above the sun. When you toil in turn, you allow your mind to reach its most essential state, you're also reaching the essence of God, which is above God's light shining in a way of Or Yosha, but rather one comes, one soul comes to its pristine essence, to Kadmus Ein Sof Mamish, to the very essence of all worlds, of all light, which is the Ein Sof, and that's the Or Chayzer, that by learning Torah, not only are you allowing the aspects of your soul to reach the essence of your soul, but then you're also reaching the essence of God by reaching into what's above the sun, the levels of God that's revealed right that's revealed right now in the world. Oh, that God blessed Avram Bakol with everything because Avram by himself, in other words, without Hashem's bracha, we know, as it says in Torah, or that before he got the hay in his name, Avram is Avram. Without the hey, Av Ram, Av is Chachma, Ram is exalted. So that Seichel Hanela Mikol Rayon, that's the Koyach Hamaskil. Av Ram is Chachma Shabekesar, the hidden concealed Av, the hidden concealed Chachma, the Koyach Hamaskil. Avram's Darga in and of itself was the Koyach Hamaskil. The Or Yosher, the flow of wisdom. But through Havaya Berches Avram Akol, by God blessing Avram Bakol with everything, that means God gave him the Helama Atzmi, the Chochma, Chochma as it's essentially within the essence of the soul. And that's why it's called Bakol Stam. Everything, because it's the Helama Atzmi, it's essential concealment, which is the source of all revelations, infinite different types of revelations. With that essence of the soul doesn't have any particular manifestations. That's why there could be all different types of manifestations which is why the Torah just calls it Bakol, without saying any specific protim. All the previous brachas were specifics, only Oryasher, a straight light, specific ideas. But now God gave a bracha Bakol. He gave the bracha of the very source from where everything comes from, even in a higher level of being able to be called a source, the Helam Atzmi, the essential concealment that doesn't have details at all. And that's why it's called Bakol, everything, because everything comes from that. And he got to that. How did Avram earn that bracha was through the Nesioinus, through all the tests that he had? As Avram was tested many times, as we learned in the Mimer, that in order to come to Helam Ha'atzmi, the essential concealment, as everything is still within the essence of the soul, is through Yigiyah, through toiling, through toiling in Torah. And so to Avram was the toil of the Nesioinus of being tested. And the Rebbe Shabbat, and that's why also in our generations, the last generation before Mashiach comes, because don't forget, as we're going to learn later on, that the revelation of Mashiach is going to necessitate us going up into higher levels of soul, much higher than that's revealed, so that means 
means we have to go into this essence of soul, and we also have to get to that through nisyonus, through being tested, which is why the Aveda in this time right before Mashiach is through many tests. As the Torah says that God tests you to see if you love Him, that Hashem sends many things that hold a person back. And the opposite, wicked people prosper, and those that want to get close to God, they have a million things holding them back and causing them to stumble. To the extent that one has so many things, challenges to even do mitzvahs that one wants to. And then he's saying the test is to stand strong with all one's power and be able to overcome all those challenges. And through that, one will have the revelation of atzmos of God's essence in the future. Just like Avmavinu, through all the tests, was able to come and come to the essence of Chachmaz, it's in the essence of the soul. So too, we will also get there through the tests that we have this last time before Mashiach comes, and that's Vavram Zokin Babayomim. Zokin is Shakana Chachma, Zokin is connected to Chachma, which is the Chachma that Avram had in and of himself before the Bracha. Vashem Berachas Avram Bakol was given him the Helam Ha'atzmi of Chachma, the essence of, of Chachma. As it's in the essence and of the And that one comes through Yegir B'Torah, through toiling in Torah. That's how one comes to it. That's the Yasa L'Mechakeloi. L'Mechake is one that's Daik B'Milan Duchuchma, so that squeezes a word of wisdom to bring out whole new revelations, just like the Zohar says there, that the Indian of Bakol, that God blessed Avmakol with everything is Asar, a place of flowing waters that never stops. Waters never stop flowing from that place of Bakol. Because when it's Or Yashur, a straight light, then there's an a finite, a gvula midah, there's a set amount, but when you go back up l'kadmusay or choyzer to the essence, to the source, from there waters never stop flowing and they always flow in an infinite way.